the team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We're into the second halves of the three o'clock games. There was, of course, an early one at Ibrooks where Rangers beat Livingston by three goals to nil. We have opened the phone lines early. We're about to speak to some fans who are at the game. I'm so looking forward to hearing that. Missed it so much last season. It just wasn't the same without that reaction of people who had been in the stadium. But we will fix that very soon. And uh, just let me quickly bring you up to speed on everything else that's happening. Still no change in our featured matches in the second 45. Uh, let's go in nice and early on this, Mark Wilson. Yeah. And that way we can just get it up and running, get out of the way and give people as much time as they need because this is a tough one. The second half teaser. With Monday's Scottish Sun. Free goals pull out and all the reaction to the weekend's games. I've played alongside Tom Heaton, Yannick Balassi, and myself, Mark Wilson, and been managed by Craig Brown <laughs> and Sean Driscoll. Of Celtic. I've played for five different teams in Scotland, including two separate spells at two of those clubs. I've won the Scottish League One twice, but also won Man of the Match in a Champions League group stage game. Who am I? So, oh, quite like a that. lot of information. So, mm. here we go again. Right, I've played, put, put Celtic in. Okay, I've played alongside Tom Eaton, <laughs> Yannick Barassi, and Celtic's Mark Wilson. <laughs> and been managed by Craig Brown and Shauna Driscoll. I've played for five different teams in Scotland, including two separate spells at two of those clubs. I've won the Scottish League One twice, but also won Man of the Match in a Champions League group stage game. Who am I? Wow, that's tough At Clyde SSB, get your answer in We're only looking for one name And you need to beat everyone else to the punch So send your tweet at Clyde SSB And even better, head over there and check out the question Because there's a lot there and you might not remember it But you can see it all written down And while you're there actually, scroll down a little bit And check out Kevin the caller from Thursday night My favourite call (laughs) in a long time It was incredible Just check it out and let me know what you think I'll maybe play it out on the show uh, a bit later right? Lots to get through Between now and 6 o'clock We will build up to Hearts against Celtic Celtic fans Hearts fans Pick up the phone Let us know how you're Feeling ahead of that one We've got big games tomorrow Aberdeen Dundee United Motherwell Hibs As well But I've been really looking forward to this It has been a long time Since I was able to open these phone lines And speak to someone Who is at a game Of football We were all robbed of the chance last season So let's put that right Andy is a Rangers fan No pressure Andy You're the first one up Were you at the game today? Tell us all about it Uh, No I wasn't there Uh, No I was I'm just joking (laughs) (laughs) Yeah It was uh, was great to be back Um, I was at the Bayer Leverkusen game And the the season had never finished Obviously that was was a couple of while ago now Um, I was at the Brighton game as well But there's just something different About a competitive match Um, Being able to win Clean sheet Seems to be the Rangers standard For the last 18 months and it's just nice to see it continuing where they kind of picked up uh, last season. I actually feel like the football's a little bit secondary at the moment. We will get to it. 23,000 there. Did it sound like 50? Was there a real feeling that, you know, did, did it feel a bit different? Did it feel like it, people were, were desperate to be back and, and make the most of it? Oh, 23,000 sounded like 55. Um, like 55,000. It was it was a big, big crowd, yeah. The voices were good. It was a bit flat in the middle when uh, Livingston put everyone behind the ball. Um, but which is to be expected they've lost a lot of their better players but again I think what Gerard and his team have learned over the last couple of seasons is how to break teams like that down 
and the the anxiety that can go from the crowd to the players. You could hear the crowd just trying to get behind the players rather than moaning a little bit when it was 1-0. We know what the players done for the team last season and what they achieved, and it's just looking to kick on with that again this season. See, I was, there's a weird part of me that was kind of hoping that nothing had changed and people were still, after 20 minutes, reverting to type and shouting horrendous, inappropriate things, but everyone has been a bit more behaved. We still had the Subway loyal who left with 10 minutes to go and miss the third goal. <laughs> Obviously, many of them not seen a game for 18 months, but I think that's to, that's to be expected. That's just the way of it. But yeah, it was a, it was a really nice feeling to be back. Yeah, I, I was obviously a bit tongue in cheek there. I meant, you know, the usual where you've got you've just got that one guy who's yes. never never pleased, never happy. Then like, come on, Tavernier, get yeah. your finger out. Whatever it is, um, obviously wasn't wasn't for hoping for anything worse than that. I'm not that twisted, but um, good good to hear that the fan experience is back. How much have we missed it? Yeah, we said at the top of the show the importance of having fans back in. You know, they are the lifeblood. They have supported the clubs through thick and thin. And I agree with the caller's uh, assessment there because if opening 15, 20 minutes, I think everybody been buoyed. The game went flat for a long period of time and then obviously the introduction of uh, Young Wright, I thought he was tremendous on the day and then KMR Roof had an impact as well. What the caller also said about the finding solutions. They seem to do that now, Rangers, regardless whether teams put a low block on. They have so many options at their disposal and they've got goals throughout the course of the, the, the squad, Gordon. Because if you look back to last year, Taventier 19 and Golson got about 9 or 10. So there was a real spread of the goals. And I think that's exactly what Steven Gerrard, because of the brand that they play, will be looking to do again this year. Yeah, normal business resumes at Ibrooks. Um, as much as it is great for the supporters, absolutely brilliant because they're what the game's all about. It's also great for the players, Gordon. Because mm-hmm. uh, there's nothing better than running out And as Andy said there There may not be a full house 23, 24,000 But the atmosphere It's all about playing a, Any player will tell you It's about playing at a game, game of football In an atmosphere And it's great And we just hope they're continually building on that But uh, great to hear that Andy's enjoyed his afternoon I think the Rangers fans will be pleased with, with what's happening Their squad looks in a good place um, Another clean sheet again Livingston never really threatened him. Um, three goals, um, you know, and a few subs on there making an impact, right? And obviously, Roof. Mm. So it was a good day's work for Rangers. Andy, when that first goal goes in, did it did it feel more important than it was? I, I don't mean to disrespect Yanis Hadji, but it's a it's a one nil against Livingston in the first game of the season. It's not a cup final winner, but because you've been away for so long, did it feel extra special? Yeah, um, it was a lovely finish as well. I think he's got about four or five players trying to block him when he finally gets the shot away, and just he's got that little bit of composure. He's a, he doesn't panic, and he's a, a bit of a luxury player almost at times. But I think he's learned the physical side of the Scottish game as well, which obviously came into play when he get when he get scythed down um, during the match. But I think like all Rangers fans were were expecting fifty six this year, and and the way it's looking, fifty seven. Right now, I think there's a bit of a fight on for, for second place between Hearts, Hibs, Aberdeen and possibly Celtic as well. But it was a shame that for Yanis Hadji because he had he did yeah. have to go off as a result of that challenge, which is not ideal. He did his job, he scored the goal and then the man who came on and replaced him yeah. upstaged him in many ways because his goal was fantastic, was it not? Yeah, I have to say, I thought the two goals were, were really well taken, Gordon. Uh, I, I do like the boy, right? Uh, I think that we were saying that potentially he may well have started but what an option to bring on Because he brings running power The two of them are totally different You look at Hadji He's technically very good In and around about the box But you look at Wright Coming from deep And, and just committing people Running away from people So again it's another option For Steven Gerrard Particularly in the transition To have a player of this class And 
I think the six months has done him brilliant because he knows what the standards are at Rangers in terms of what he has to do to get in that team. He found himself on the bench today, but that would have done him the world of good. His belief, he'll think he's he could quite easily go in as a starter now. Andy, who were the main guys that, that stood out for you? Either way, you know, for being very good or, or maybe even being quieter than you hoped. Who who was on your mind after the game? Um, Sakala needs a bit of time. Um, he's he's very raw. He's quick, but we missed Morelos being that hold up man in the middle, just having that bit of composure, dragging defenders out. Um, Ryan Kent. I expect we'll get bids for before the end of the transfer window, probably quite late. Um, I thought Stephen Davis, again, just looks to be younger and younger each season. He's been the best midfielder in Scotland now for a few years, and he doesn't look like a man who's just turned 36, I think. Uh, and again, we had four or five what you would probably class as reserve players or bench players playing today, and we've got that team now that we can rotate the squad. I really do think we've pretty much got two starting 11s, that could start any SPL game for us And I would be confident of a win Alex Ray nearly oh, choked in his half-time pie When you were, you were selling off Ryan Kent there Andy, <laughs> Alex Ray was not having that at all um, But listen, it's one of those unavoidable things Of course, yeah We still have a month to go, Gordon And uh, the one thing about Ryan Kent Is he's so pleasing on the eye He can go inside, outside Mark's a former defender How difficult it is Because normally yeah. you try and show them onto a weaker side and he just looks to be growing from strength to strength since he's, he pitched up at Rangers. So listen, I wouldn't be surprised mm. if there were people watching. Last year, Leeds were, were, were mentioned. But from a Rangers perspective, I think most Rangers fans would love to see him here a bit longer. I'll be amazed if there's not a concrete offer for Ryan Kent before the transfer window's out. It's whether Rangers take or not, how much they volume. Um, what was it, the, the figure last season? Was it 7 to 10 million that was being rumoured? Yeah. Well, they paid 7 for him, so I they think it was 10. So it'll yeah. be 10, okay. So you can see how that could pr- possibly increase. Uh, Rangers not taking any less and probably upwards of 10 million for him if, if a bid was going to come in. I've got him down already for my player of the season. Whether he's, he's there past August or not remains to be seen. Penalty St. Mirren. The chance oh, to go like a, back like and forth. I hope it wasn't Charlie Adam that gave it away. He'll be all over the shop if it was. But anyway, yeah, Jamie McGrath, who is linked with a move away, he was in the team today, was he? Remind I think me. so. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, he's definitely started. I'm yeah. sure he did. Yeah. He normally he scores. Doesn't miss, does he? No, he normally no, I think scores. he missed one he last missed year, one. didn't he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think he scored ten though. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I think uh, he was ten. The bounce was. Jay Henderson goes down after a challenge from Jason Cummings. Jason Cummings is raging about it. Um, but it is going to be a penalty to St Mirren Anyway up there at Dens The chance to go back in front Who did you say brought him down? Jason Cummings Alright He's raging He's not happy Jamie McGrath is going to take He's got a very casual What's penalty What's his fault though Alex? What's not his fault? A very casual penalty style as well doesn't he? He yeah. usually just mm-hmm. rolls it in one of the Who did he miss his one against? Out oh, Hamilton? No Kilmarnock? Was, was it Motherwell? <laughs> we know our stuff. No, no, I, think it, I, I think it was Motherwell. I think that's yeah. you know, I, that's why I asked. Uh, it. You know, all right. I okay. think so. Um, Dave Mackay, Dundee number two. He's been booked for oh, having Dave. a pop. I love it. Legend. It's the new season. Everybody's raring to go. Tell you what, what a delay in Jamie McGrath taking the penalty because um, that was about five minutes ago. I told was, you the spot kick. Very, very composed. This lad, uh, you know, he, he just commits the keeper. Slots it in the far yeah, corner. Yeah, he usually does. He sort of waits, doesn't yeah, he? And he then just rolls it. Um, McGrath Goal flashes With AspireGlasgow.com Makes no mistake Jamie McGrath up and running for the season Will he be here for much longer? Time will tell But he's had an impact already Dundee 1 St Mirren 2 oh, I was just about to bring our Andy or caller back in Was it Andy? Uh, yeah I was yeah. about to bring him back in But he's, he's disappeared Don't worry Time for more of that 01419511025 What did you make of the early game? Rangers Livy What are you thinking about the late game? Hearts 
against Celtic And uh, tell us what it was like to be there If you were at Ibrox, extra points for you Because I want to get the live um, reaction, if you like To being there inside the stadium How's about this? I've just put it on Twitter already Welcome back Scottish football You know these moments of madness that only we do? Yes Albion Rovers Madness, they say The referee is injured and can't continue Our player, Max Wright Looks like he will be the official running the line At the stand side Gary Gary Naismith is raging So that's the the opposition manager manager. (laughs) So presumably the assistant has gone in to be the ref (laughs) Uh There is no one else So one of the Albion Rovers players Like you get Yes, I understand you. Yeah. Palace grounds in Hamilton on a Saturday morning, or wherever you play your football, <laughs> Here's is, a flag is, on, is on the line. That can't be allowed, can it? But what else are you going to do? Usually, I'm going to put another player. Yeah, yeah but you're not going to get a neutral uh, person within that stadium, surely. Usually, they do they usually put a call out. Yeah. But then, is there only? But if you're Albin Rovers, you can just stand up and shout. It'd be a small, even maybe an even smaller crowd than usual. I don't know. I can't remember the specifics. Yeah, but, um, but, but that's got to be the first time that's ever happened. A player what? has ran the line. We're still not underway. No one has a clue what's happening <laughs> at the moment. Max Wright still has the Linos flag. <laughs> He's just standing there with this flag. Well, what do I do with this? Honestly, could, could the assistant ref no just run two halves? No. What? What? No. Well, what do you mean? It's a goalkeeper's team. Just run up and have a look around, and then sprint back up the other end. Yeah, but you need somebody on the opposite side of the pitch. What for? To cover the opposite side of the pitch and see when the ball's going around for a throw. Surely a referee can deal with that. The referee's got to take up the position. You've not thought this through. See when the ball goes out of play in the far side. Who's going to let the ref know that it's gone out? But if the referee's position is good He's out there making the decision anyway so You can't leave it to The ref can't see from the middle of the pitch If it's gone out for a throw-in That's primarily what a linesman does Yes, but what I'm saying is A referee <laughs> has got to take up good positions So to, let me get this are straight Are you telling me that the, the, um, Our days gone by One referee refereed a game without linesman in my yeah, They were hopeless at it No, they were actually quite good We didn't have a lot of talking points So what I'm saying is Without, so you think that's a better solution? 100% <laughs> But I, I'm going to try and be polite Because it's the first day of the season I think that's the worst idea I've ever heard Are you thinking an opposite, Are you thinking one of the players at Albion Rovers Is a better decision? Marginally Because he won't be trusted for offsides or anything It'll be the classic Just put the flag up when the ball goes out of play That's what the ref's looking for is a bit of help And you want a one linesman on one side And yeah. nobody on the opposite side I oh, think ref, yeah. So, I so think let me get this right You said when the goalkeeper kicks it up if this and the linesman's looking along the line, go is he offside? What if somebody volleys it back in? That you know where it came from. That's the least of his problems. That's that is. <laughs> is he, off, is he going to sprint back up and the ball's there? That's need the least. hundred meters oh. champion to run yeah. the line to keep up with the ball. That is the I'm least of his problems. There is nobody on the opposite side of the pitch. Yeah, that's no. I know, but the referee can position himself over there like the olden days when a referee <laughs> just refereed the game, Gordon. The you days. can't. You can't have. You so can't have an opposition player that, running about a flag. Is someone who always sits in the stand? A, 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 a delegate or something? Yeah. I don't know what that level is. Shorts and t shirts or something. By the way, to be fair, Daz has made a very good, valid point there. <laughs> Thank you, Alec. I agree with you. 01419511025. Want to hear from more of you Rangers or Livy fans that were at the game today. That's what I want to achieve. Desperate to hear what it was like to be back inside. Jealous of you. Um, I must admit, I'd settle for any game of football at the moment. Killian Sheridan's on for Finn Robertson for Dundee. There's still one thing missing from today You've given me your predictions The oh, guys around the grounds have cute. given us their predictions What's the only thing that's missing? Chug Mr Hugh 
Keevans And he joins us on the line at the moment He's fired up the Nokia He's getting chauffeur driven around But he's here and he joins us Hugh, how's it going? I, I, the Scottish borders, Gordon Making my way home from a very happy week With all of my children, my grandchildren My sons and daughters-in-law Celebrating the mummy and daddy's 50th wedding anniversary oh, What a guy Well listen, on behalf of us all Congratulations, it is some innings And an, a medal to Mrs Keevans For putting up with you all this time I could get a complex Everyone says you should get a medal <laughs> Well it must be true then But anyway, Hugh Keevans I don't want to keep you too long If you are in the car Everyone has been hanging on the edge of their seats all day Desperate to know your predictions For the league season So take it away How's it looking the table come the end of the year? Okay, I've written this down on the back of the petrol receipt that we got in these Yorkshire. <laughs> Go for it. Rangers to win the league by a distance. Aberdeen in second place. No, stop it! Come stop on. it! Celtic in third place. Hibs fourth. Hearts fifth. St Johnston sixth. Motherwell, 7th, Dundee, 8th, Dundee United, 9th, Ross County, 10th. What about the other two? <laughs> no relegation. <laughs> there's, no, there's, no the, there's no room in the seat. I think everyone's still reeling. So, are you, are, you, are you in one of those moods? Are you going to cause more mischief than usual this season? You seriously think Celtic won't finish second? Yeah, I think there's a real possibility. I think there's uh, a worry about them. Uh, the European performance in midweek was dire. Uh, I, I think that, uh, that not enough attention has been paid to uh, the business of getting players in and out of the club. Uh, and I think to say that the eye has been taken off the ball uh, would be an understatement because... The summertime wait for Eddie Howe was a drastic waste of time. Uh, it cost Celtic three months of business time that uh, was not utilised. And I think Celtic supporters uh, who look at the team just now would be concerned by the immediate future. Wow, he is a mischief maker. Right, you've run out of room in the receipt, so let me just clear a couple of things up. Do you think Ross County are going to finish bottom? Yes. Right, so you've missed out a couple. You've missed out St Mirren and Livy. I would have Livy in between Hearts and St Johnston. Okay. And St Mirren in between St Johnston and Motherwell. Right, okay. We'll put them up on Twitter. You can slaughter Hugh Keevans. That's what he's here for. Enjoy the rest of your break, Hugh, and we will see you soon. And I also tell you, I think Rangers will win both the Cups as well oh, I think gone. they'll get a treble He's gone for a clean sweep He's gone in too Welcome Thank to you, the Hugh. club, Shug. We'll see you soon That was Hugh Keevans Somewhere in the borders But to be fair He's obviously the worst tipster mm. in the, On the planet So, yeah. you know we, We'll yeah. wait and see we'll wait Do and you see, see that receipt? Right. Do you expect that to be in To uh, Big Lorraine next week As a, an expenditure? <laughs> ah, probably You know what he's like <laughs> Anyway, oh, listen We've got one of these um, That I was meant to tell you about Goal Flashes with AspireGlasgow.com Equaliser for Dundee And it's the man who gave away the penalty It's Jason Cummings with a low finish A great cross from Mommy. Jordan Marshall And a brilliant first time shot into the back of the net Good game for what David game. Field Dundee yes. 2, St Mirren 2 Yeah, brilliant game End to end stuff I did fancy both teams to score And that I did What did you say, go for, Willow? 
a draw both draw, teams to yeah, score yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah I've got yeah. that up yeah but a good one for is it David Friel yeah absolutely flying right we're underway at Albion Rovershed that's what I want to know forget the rest what happened what do you mean what did they decide to do that's what Gordon oh, yeah. just asked yeah to be underway <laughs> thanks for listening um, yeah no no update They're, they've also I mean they've just put on Twitter we one minute ago. <laughs> Oh no Whilst we await Something to happen Here is Jasper Who's attending His football match And just a picture Of a dog Oh you got it on you Jasper This is brilliant uh, See that's the, that, That's the league I managed in This is, this is the type of things That happen I don't know why and Jasper had more sense In the touchline I don't know why Other leagues even pr- Pretend Don't Unrivaled For that type of stuff Honestly What uh, about Hamilton Are they 3-1 down 4-1 down 4-1 down oh. To Wraith Rovers I'm not surprised with that I'm really not surprised with that I fancied Wraith strong this afternoon To win 4-1 Yeah I've, I've, I've seen it But Hamilton They're have quite a young team Gordon They're going to Stars Park Wraith Rovers Fraser will back me up in this Last year I thought Played some terrific football They did do They've added to the squad And I'm not surprised That they've given Hamilton a, a do Right Reminders of the second half teaser Mark Please keep the calls coming in Particularly want to hear from Rangers or Livy fans that were at the game today and also looking ahead to Heart Celtic. But we can do that, you know, as the evening goes on. We're here until six o'clock. Question mark. Okay. I've played alongside Tom Heaton, Yannick Balassi and Mark Wilson. I've been managed by Craig Brown and Sean Driscoll. I've played for five different teams in Scotland, including two separate spells at two of those clubs. I've won the Scottish League one twice, but also won Man of the Match in a Champions League group stage game. Who am I? This is when you know it's a good question. <laughs> so many different wrong answers. No people yeah. have got it, but mm-hmm. Stuart's gone Stephen Pearson. No. To be fair, he's then corrected himself. But um Anthony McGill has gone Barry Robson. Nope. Uh, <laughs> Vega has gone Kenny Miller. No. Middle of the Bay has gone Stephen Thompson. Nope. Derek has gone Tony Watt. Nope. Greg's Gardens has gone Craig Gordon. No. Henry Ford has gone Willow Flood. No. The list of people here. Joe has gone for Kyle Hutton. No. And Ryan Duke has gone Paul Hartley. No. So lots mm. of people still waiting. How are you two feeling? See, see, see if you were standing over this side and Alec or I were reading that, would you get that? Would you get the answer? I think so. I nah, was just about because he no, played was, with him. I was just about to say, yeah, I played with him, but I was just about to say the Kyle Hutton guess. So that would be the clue I would. The Champions League Yeah Man of the match And League One Winner Oh Twice That's what I would concentrate on Because there's not many people That could have done that Not many people are going to go Oh I know who played with Yannick Balassi And Mark Wilson You know you don't need Oh I, I like worry that. too much about that bit You got it Alec Not telling you how to no do yet, your mate, no. Yeah. no yet no um, But anyway How are we on the Do you know who Yannick Balassi is? No. Of course he doesn't <laughs> He's ridiculous I don't even know who Mark Wilson <laughs> I'm trying to work out The Mark Wilson one Good player, Balassi, yeah? Brilliant. Powerful. Yeah. Oh, oh, honestly, I'll be in Rovers. Still no, still no real... I don't think... I mean, George, get, George Delaney sent me something pointing to the match being abandoned, but I think that's just on one of like the score um, results apps. If you go into I'll be in Rovers Twitter, nothing yet, so... Surely in that space of time, they could have phoned someone who lives local, a local referee, to come round. Well, or, Gordon knows all the Lanarkshire referees aye. because he sees them in the gym, so... Yeah, I'd have given them a contact I, number. I made a long, long... Awaited return to the gym Last week yes. You know see that way When you become, oh, a, you become a dad And stuff like that And a bit of golf Over the summer mm-hmm. Pied it off Went back in First person I see I know Colm DL's Jim buddy Willie yeah. Colm was in there 
on working very hard. Doing what? What, what did he work at? He puts like you know, you know the you wee think? you know the wee one <laughs> see the wee one kilo you know the wee one kilo plates. Yeah. He tucks them in his top pocket and then does reps so like pulling them out. <laughs> 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 pulling them I up thought you were being serious. Uh, uh, no, he does. He stands in front of the mirror and gets the one kilo and just goes <laughs> and shows that it. aggressive face. <laughs> he shows it to the mirror. I remember watch. I remember watching Willie Collum and I was very impressed doing twenty minutes running backwards on the treadmill, Mark. No, he was. been serious. Pointing as he goes. Whistling. I was hoping you. No. Right, penalty St Johnston. Donaldson on Reese Devine. Ali McCann, outstanding. One of the main players for St Johnston. Is he, is he going to be tempted away? Steps up. It's over the bar. Wow. Mark Wilson looks very annoyed about that. Now, I know why. If I didn't know any better, I'd say he had a small wager. Yeah. Please gamble responsibly. I just like St. Johnson. They're my, they're my fourth team. Please gamble responsibly. Yeah. Oh, the man who you'd want to take that as well. Uh, what a player yes. he is. Um, oh. I should say, I'm not sure if we'll get it on air or not because we've taken calls about all sorts. But Neil called in just for a bit of guidance to say that he was at an Auchinleck Talbot game years ago. The linesman couldn't play on. And an Auchinleck coach stepped in. Talbot ended up winning 16 1. <laughs> <laughs> it was nil nil at the time. Anyway, right, let's bring in Robert, who is from Airdrie, but I believe you were at Ibrooks today, Robert. How, Hi, was yeah. it? How was it today, Robert? Oh, fantastic. Absolutely buzzing. Country Ibrooks today, just the fact of getting back into the football. If you don't mind me asking, Robert, how old are you? Uh, 47 Because I, and may, Listen maybe I'm getting a bit carried away With the emotion of it all But th- Did it kind of take you back Did it You know because you've been away for The full season And so much uncertainty Did it, did it take you back to that excitement of, of getting there when you were young And And you know Starry eyed about these things Oh it's pr- probably more overwhelming than that I, I mean the, the goosebumps And You know you, uh, The emotion Oh it was absolutely fantastic Just to get back in And Hear some of the fans chanting And getting the singing going And oh Absolutely, it's, it's, it's undescribable. It was that exciting just to get there today. And you didn't have to wait long for a goal to cheer either. No, that's it. No, the, the goals were um, the first goal came in nicely, but it was just a shame to see uh, young Hadji having to go off with a couple of hard challenges on him. But then again, they brought on Scott Wright and uh, brought a, brought a, a freshness to the game. But um, it's going to be an exciting player. I think Scott Wright, you know, he, he can bring so much pace to the game as well. And, um, Hadji's a good playmaker with his both feet, but Scott Scott Wright I think brings a different a different formation to the team as well when he comes on. Yeah, do you think he's got a big part to play this season? I would say so. Yep, definitely. Yep. Yeah, I think. Uh, sorry, I was just about to say, Robert. You know, fans. It's the lifeblood, as I've already said, and uh, obviously there's twenty three thousand fans coming along today. I mean, it's part of your weekly routine to go and support your team. You know, to get the opportunity to come back there, it must have been brilliant for everyone concerned. And you know, I'm led to believe the atmosphere was brilliant, Robert. Oh no, this is the worst news ever. I've taken DL's suggestion of going with one line. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Well, don't, don't get me wrong I, I'm yet to establish Whether he's going to run The full line But either way Either way I really, don't, way, care. <laughs> I really <laughs> don't care What it's you his best oh, moment no. Ever on Super Scoreboard Knowledge oh, is everything uh, This is terrible <laughs> Knowledge is everything Honestly <laughs> It's not one right now I can Everybody's buzzing off it as well Dylan says The Dazzler's yeah. going to spot on Sean has says Suddenly Gordon They're going with Gordon Diaz yeah, I don't believe this <laughs> That oh, makes wow. I'm going to quit This, is, a, this uh, is my resignation show oh, no. Makes common sense to me lads. <laughs> Knowledge is everything He just <laughs> said to Gordon <laughs> That's another one of those sayings oh, on uh, Queen of the South have scored again Rudy Payton with a front post header From a Lee Connolly corner I'll just quickly throw that one in there So that is level 2-2 yeah, yeah. At Partick Thistle Right Robert was on the phone did I interrupt you talking No no I was just basically right? saying oh, it was sorry, just before great. you go This is the beauty of a Saturday Dundee are now down to 10 Ray Max Anderson sent off For a challenge on Eamon Brophy Yeah advantage St Mirren now But no I was just saying It must have been great To be back in the ground Because obviously It's only limited fans Only half the stadium full So it must have been A great experience <coughs> As I said Gordon Because you go to the game Every week with your family And things And some of them can't get there But I think the, the signs are positive Over the coming weeks It will have a lot more numbers In the ground Yeah I mean Gordon Scott Wright Do you think he can play A big part this season And if he does Does that show you The importance of being able to Add players from a position of strength Where you can bring Scott Wright in Last season You don't need to rely on him You can bulk him up The four kilos Or whatever it was Of muscle that he added You can get him up to speed And then you hit the ground Running in the new season 100% um, I think that when Scott Wright came in I didn't think he was going to get As much game time Towards the end of the season I've got to say Every time I've seen this lad in a Rangers jersey He's been impressive for me He's made an impact Yeah I, I really And uh, obviously scoring goals now Adding that to his game That's a terrific finish today a, a finish of a player that's playing with A lot of confidence as well um, I think that he can be a guy that Can really make an impact by saying I want to be a starter most weeks now yeah. Rather than being an impact player Coming off the bench I want to be the number But he's got some good competition Because let's face it Hadji started well today yeah. And only for injury Got his goal as well Kent's obviously a mainstay in there You've still got other guys at the back there You've got midfield players An abundance to come in as well So I think Scott Wright Quietly is just getting up that pecking order And I think Stephen Gerrard Is delighted with that signing yeah, I think Daz makes a good point there. The confidence in him, you can clearly see. And I don't think you, you would get that if he's just new to the club, if he's just in the door. And you're still pretty unsure about things, you know, yeah. about, you know, taking responsibility if you're going to a club like Rangers. But you can see with having the tail end of the season behind him and getting some game time, knowing the staff, knowing his teammates inside out, having a good pre season. When it comes to the league business, he's a, a more than capable replacement for Hadji. And Alex said, pretty unlucky not to start, but it, the game's coming up. You can see him breaking mm. into that starting 11. He's certainly good enough. Well, hang, hang on the line, Robert. Here's what the manager, Stephen Gerrard, made of the game speaking to Sky. I thought it was good in large parts. I think we played with a lot of control. You know, there's very little uh, action in our box. And uh, John had a relatively quiet afternoon, so I'm really pleased about that. I thought from. From the first whistle up until we went 1-0 up, we were terrific. Played with a real agency and an intensity that Livingston was struggling to cope with. And then I thought our mentality changed from 1-0. Uh, we complicated the game a little bit. And um, everyone was taking that extra touch and slowed it down a little bit. And um, it gave Livingston a chance to breathe. Um, from 2-0, we 
to, to see in the game out. I thought we were fantastic again. So it was just that middle part, really, where we needed to just take less touches and keep finding outcomes, crosses, shots, and keep testing the goalkeeper. Because I thought we, we sort of come off, come off it a little bit from there. Robert, there was a league debut for Fashion Sakala. What did you make of him? Um, I thought it was... I thought he was kept relatively quiet, to be honest. I mean, we were trying to break them down, down the flanks, so um, there wasn't really much service getting put through him in the middle. But um, I, I reckon he's, he's still a bit of a rough diamond, and he'll come good. Um, we've seen him against in the Real Madrid game. I thought he was absolutely fantastic. Obviously, it's a totally different game when you played against Livingston, where they're going to sit in. Yeah, uh, yeah definitely going to see a, a good... A good player in him as well, I think. Did it kind of remind you a little bit of last season, Robert? Which is a good thing because it obviously was successful for Rangers, where I'm sure most people didn't think Rangers were, I mean, you know, outstanding, but they, they were very good and, and they win games and they're controlled and you know don't concede. It felt like a lot of the games last season, didn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's all about grinding out results, and sometimes when when teams are going to come and just sit in on you. But uh, the, the good thing is now, I think Rangers got the depth in the squad. We, we can actually change the game and change the style, and we'll, we'll all grind out results. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, it wasn't a grind, Alex. It no, was, it was comfortable, but you, you get the point I'm making. The word that kept coming up for large portions of last season was control. It, yeah. it never looks like it's getting getting away from Rangers. Yeah, I think I think uh, belief is part of that as well, Gordon. You have control of the game. I think Rangers is 78% possession today. You know, it's extremely high, so it becomes really difficult. And I agree with Stephen. I think in the middle part, you've got Balligan running with the ball. You've got guys kind of running into dead ends. And when you move it about with the quality they have, then you can carve them open at will. Um, I just thought over over the piece, I think they were very, very comfortable today. And it was it was very similar to a lot of games last year where they had moments where it was very high tempo, moments of and bursts of magic, and then they just see out the game. I think they're more clinical. They have more options. And it's when you get back to the the right situation. If you go back, uh, Glenn Kamara came in in January as well. It seems to be the model where they try and get the guys in the door. Steve early Davis. Door. Steve Davis as well. It obviously took Stephen a little bit of time to get back up to speed because he hadn't been playing. But that particular model works very well for Rangers, Gordon, because it allows people time to get up to speed. Yeah, maybe the January window is not quite as tough as, as people make out. Um, Hamilton Ackies were 4-0 down to Wraith. You know that, they were 4-0 down. It's now 4-3. Mm. Very good game. Yeah, yeah, I said it'd be a difficult game. <laughs> impressive comeback. <laughs> Um, for Hamilton, can they complete it, Robert? So remind me, I, I take it you won't you won't know yet if you're getting into the next Rangers game. I assume. No, I don't know yet. Obviously, uh, I, I don't know what this, but the allocation yeah. is going to be, or, or, or restriction wise, or that. But fingers, fingers crossed. But yeah. uh, certainly enjoyed myself today just to get back a bit normality back and get in. Brilliant. Bye. Glad, glad Bye. you enjoyed Bye. it. Glad you enjoyed it, Robert. Hopefully, you'll give us a call back soon. No worries. I was a first time caller as oh, well. So the first time I've gave you a bell. So. Well, we'll, we'll speak to you soon, Robert. No worries, thanks Good man, Cheers. take care That was Robert from Airdrie Went along to the game today As well Look, it's still getting new callers After mm. all this time People want to get in touch And share their experiences Of, of the game today And um, I don't blame them the th- Being back in big numbers Will be brilliant Yeah, so How is it actually working? Is it a ballot system ballot. For most it's a ballot clubs? for season tickets, isn't yeah. it? Um, mm. But, th- I mean th- I guess the hope would be That you're moving towards Full capacity Full capacity, capacity anyway Yeah um, so all those lucky people That go on the ballot And we see leaving Yeah That's why Well leaving up with 10 minutes to yeah. go Yeah someone <laughs> yeah. made the point earlier Someone yeah Watching on thinking I could have been sitting Could there. be worse Well you could leave at half time Yeah Exactly Who would do that uh, Right so one four one nine five one one zero two five. We opened the lines nice and early Because we had an early game So we sometimes do that If you're a regular listener You will recognise it What about Hearts and Celtic fans It's an 8pm kick off tonight 
getting used to that 8pm on a Saturday night I'm not sure Strange but, um, one Yeah. Uh, it means we can build up on a Saturday afternoon So pick up the phone Let us know how you're feeling about it Celtic fans pick your team Scott Bain stay in goal Barkas does he somehow come back in Are you throwing Starfield straight in To try and shore up that defence Anything else out there Near Beaton's back available Pick your team for us Let us know how you're feeling I noticed a lot of negativity Obviously in the last couple of nights Following the European disappointment Have you shaken that off? Are you basking in the optimism of a new season? Or can you just not get rid of that nagging doubt from over the summer? Let us know 01419511025 Anything else doing? I think we're back underway at Albion Rovers You'll be delighted to know (laughs) Feisty afternoon as well So we've got a few... I feel like a lot of managers are getting involved James McPake was booked And Alan Johnson was sent off early on And we've had a sending off for Mackay got booked as well didn't he up there yeah, It's just the yeah. first game of the season It's so important to get that momentum Alec You know you've been a manager Well Matt tried it um, <laughs> Just to get that first win You know and get up and run a bit of confidence And sometimes you get carried You've been building up to this for the last what Five, six weeks in pre-season it's so important you go off to a good good start to the Martin Dunfermline 2 2 as well. Willow, that looks a decent game. A lot of goals yep. throughout the divisions today. Because usually it's, they can be sometimes cagey affairs the opening day of the season. But you look throughout the, the leagues, I mean, a lot of goals. That Wraith and Hamilton game. Can they get an equaliser? I'm going to say yes. They'll Just get an equaliser. Yeah. yeah. No chance. No fancy, does it? For Wraith. I think Wraith will probably go to the part and make it 5 3. <laughs> I think Hamilton will throw everything at them Get ca- caught in the counter Down the DL end Bang, there's your dinner uh, Right, 01419511025 is the phone number Will we round off the teaser? Let's put Gordon and yes. Alex out of their misery Mark Wilson The second half teaser With Monday Scottish Sun Free goals pull out And all the reaction to the weekend's games Okay, I played alongside Tom Heaton, Yannick Balassi and me And been managed by Craig Brown and Shauna Driscoll I've played for five different teams in Scotland Including two separate spells at two of those clubs I've won the Scottish League one twice But also won Man in a Match in a Champions League group stage game Who am I? I am Richard Foster Richard Foster, well done Before I give out the, the prizes I want to do this quickly Because it's, it's business end This is what football's all about With the fans back in Goal flashes With AspireGlasgow.com Partick Thistle 3 oh. Queen of the South 2 Scott Tiffany blasted home A loose ball High past the goalkeeper On 85 minutes The fans were making a good bit of noise the other way for Neil Doncaster They were cheering when the flag was unfurled They will be delighted with that one Yeah I went for the Jags I am delighted with that myself yeah, yeah. What about you Willow Did you go for the Jags? I certainly did yeah Oh it's a clean sweep then yeah Oh still time But 85 <laughs> minutes gone 3-2 Right so Richard Foster He didn't get that on the teaser did, did you? No <coughs> Where's Richard playing now Partick? He's a Partick I gave, I gave Daz a little clue Just off mic and just says oh, he's playing you? today. Nah. Right, he's okay. playing today he, somewhere. His wife likes a sing song. <laughs> Still <laughs> something about that. That should be a good clue. <laughs> She's a channel. Uh, uh, right. So the podium for the second half teaser looks like this. Oh my goodness! Seriously, see the people out there who go and set up parody accounts of you lot. I'm not making this up. The the, the bronze medal on the teaser is a Twitter account which says the mushroom has a big bum. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> 
Is that the best we can <laughs> do? It's about to find that. Honestly. Yeah, he's carrying a bit of timber oh, for what it's oh, worth. Yeah, yeah, the mushroom has a big bum, third place. Um, second place at John 1999C. Well done to you, John. But the winner, the man who knows his Richard Foster, is John Dryborough. Well done, John. That's a great shout, isn't it? Well Richard done. Foster. Yeah. Well done. Very hard. Bristol City, I take it. Yeah. Bristol City, yeah, with Sean O'Driscoll and Yannick Balassi and, and my good self. Were yeah. you good pals down there, you and Richard Foster, since you know the Scottish contingent? Aye, of course, aye. Gone well. <laughs> that didn't sound too convincing. <laughs> did it? Was she a what, part what? of the relegation team? Oh, yeah. Big <laughs> <part>. <laughs> <laughs> Huge part. Craig Brown would have, would have been Aberdeen. Craig Brown must have been Aberdeen yeah. aye. Yeah. He had quite an interesting career Because he went and Did he not go on loan For Aberdeen to Rangers mm-hmm. And then signed permanent mm-hmm. For Rangers Then Champions League And, and then played right. for Rangers When they were coming back Up yeah. the divisions sure. and, yeah, so. yeah. yeah Good question Very good question Very good indeed There we go uh, Still loads of time For you to get your Calls in We're here till 6 o'clock So if you yes. want to look back On the Rangers game Reflect on the 3 o'clock matches Or preview Hearts against Celtic We are here for you yeah, I'm just looking at Micah. Gordon, I need a goal from St. Johnson just to get the sweep up so far. You just wonder if the missed Ali McCann penalty was your, yes. your big moment. Certainly yeah. was, I tell you that. Certainly was a big <laughs> moment. <laughs> Certainly was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've seen that. The opening day of the season, if you're Callum Davidson, you're going to wait to Ross County. You don't really know what you're going to get. A new manager, you know, you would probably settle for a point. Would you, Willow? Because of the, the, the he's on record, Malky saying he needs six or seven. So that would suggest that he's kind of short of bodies. You would well, his, his team is probably identical to the the side that that John Hughes left last season. So no, you can there's see that plenty of players gone, hasn't it? There's plenty of guns that Hughes left. He left plenty. Did not. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's, there's plenty there that played last season. So, um, well, Ross County. Yeah. I think there's lots left. Quite a big clear out. Though. Yeah, oh, yeah. I thought when the no. teams were read well, out, no, that there was a good number that was has been involved there. There probably still is, right? You can probably spin it both ways. Yeah. But if you look at the list of players that have left gone, Ross Draper, Michael Gardine, Billy Mackay, Ian Vigers, Jason Naismith, Leo Hilda, Stephen Kelly, Charlie Lacken, Carol Tremarcos. They were yeah, massive. Yeah, but uh, well, I suppose you're right. You could spin it both ways. Well, when the, the teams get read out. This is not one of our featured games, but it's getting one of these. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com. Wraith Rovers 4, Hamilton uh, Ackies uh, yes. 4. 4 0 down. How Amazing. good is it to have Scottish football knowledge. back on that's, a Saturday that's afternoon? Off the what's it, what's uh, it saying? They knowledge, say <laughs> knowledge is everything. Knowledge is everything. Oh, How good's that? That's Four amazing. What an opening day. There you go a chipper. Can you get a winner? Chipper will be delighted you can't, Do you know what we need? You can't score four at home And, and no only one. get a point The best thing that could come from this as well Is one of these See, everybody wrote us off Because we're Hamilton oh, Yeah, yeah one of remember oh, the interview was, last yes, season the best, Banging the table Best interview of the season That one super. Yeah To be fair, Daz I, I did say I didn't yeah. fancy him uh, No, you said 4-4 I, I went for 5-3 uh, Incredible um, yeah, that is Some incredible. Come back, no, brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. absolutely brilliant. By the way, do you know when they were four 0 down mm-hmm. in the sixty fourth minute? Some, it's, it's a remarkable That's turnaround. Amazing. And you have to say it's a, a, a utter collapse. They may I, well go and win it, Rafe, but it's an utter ma- collapse. Four goals. I don't. Far be it from me to tell you how to do your job. That could sneak into your result of the weekend contention come Monday. Yeah, true enough. I forgot four about that. Down. But is that still carrying on next oh, year? Oh, absolutely. It's more important than ever. <laughs> All right. Okay. So he's really four. pointing you in the right direction. No, there's no, only no, one listen, winner. You know, there's only one winner be, on Monday night. There will be load. But I mean, four mm. nil down on sixty-four minutes. I that's incredible. That's, that's incredible. As a manager, you're sitting there thinking all 
the negatives and all of a sudden it's all the positives now incredible it really is alright we've rounded off the teaser um, where are we Morton 2 Dunfermline 2 we're going to get a winner later in one yeah. up at our broths Shane Sutherland Shane scoring Sutherland. there Partick Thistle we told you 3-2 up against Queen of the South a double from Brian Graham what looks to be the winner from Scott Tiffany um, remember Alan Johnson was sent off Sandy yes. Clark his assistant he was also booked oh, the coaches are they're going daft on the first day of the season mm. maybe it's a new directive by the the officials to say we're not tolerating any bike chat bump maybe, maybe the fans been in riling everybody up though yeah. well you remember we said that last year because there was no fans there was less bookings for the players well I, I, th- I certainly feel like one of the main things to take away from last season was the players didn't seem to complain about decisions the same they didn't seem to surround the ref there were loads remember yeah I remember plenty there was loads but I mean for instance Alfredo Morelos Dundee United remember the Ryan Edwards one we then yeah. we saw it back and it was it blew up these phone lines were going crazy about it if you watched it at the time barely any of the Rangers players reacted and there was loads like that throughout the season and the only conclusion I felt like you could come to was that because there was no fans it was the one difference yeah. so maybe we'll be back going mental every decision this year are we keeping you awake over there? Are you alright? Just a nice big yawn. I thought he was going to. Sw- I thought you could get him a pillow. Callum, can you get him a pillow? It's been a long day. I thought he was going to swallow his mic there. And I, what's even more concerning is, I, I was, I was about to use the word for what's on the end of his mic, and I'm just so glad I didn't put it in that sentence. Anyone who knows the technical terms for what is in a radio studio will know where I'm going. But I want to keep my job, so I'll say he almost swallowed his mic. Producer Callum is. Panicking there You know where I was going <laughs> With that one I'll I leave it there yeah. It's game over Hamilton Ackies have done it Wraith 4 Hamilton 4 64 minutes on the clock 4-0 down That's the type of Fighting spirit They kept mm. the, the Ackies yeah. In the top flight That wore off last season Good to see they're still Doing crazy things Yeah without doubt Listen it's a, it's a club I, I like They constantly develop Their own boys They yeah, give them a, a, An opportunity to go And showcase it They were punching above Their weight for years they will have aspirations to bounce back up but as the boys said earlier on the show this is a really difficult championship but that will do them the world of good because you don't want to lose your opening game being relegated to a sore defeat so they showed, f- showed to them good spirit how does. do you feel um, if you're Wraith Rovers you're 4-0 up 63 minutes on the clock did you say Gord? yes two thirds of the way through yeah frightening Absolutely frightening Unprofessional Does that get bandied about Is that it too depends. easy It depends It depends on whether You know If you get a couple of goals Then momentum may change You might defend a little bit deeper As we've seen You just, mm. just sit in and, and then obviously They've managed Panic to get the goals in. Yeah. yeah I'd need to do the The research But I had a quick look there I reckon that uh, Brian Rice Rant to last season I think that was the most Popular thing we put on On Twitter last season What was it? 274,000 views Yes yeah, That was worth That's it incredible though. Yeah <laughs> Worth we, listening we, we, again we, You remember after the show When we listened to it We were all kind of going Oh God Chipper yeah. What's going on here Amazing Because you never hear managers Come out with that Real honesty uh, You know That they're motive, actually thinking yeah. They're always trying to put a spin on things So I quite enjoyed that Yeah Good on them Breaking Four Keith <laughs> Nil Yes Have they either finally got themselves a manager Or found Have the they level. found a level <laughs> 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 Who is the manager at Breaking just now Mark uh, Andy Kirk Yeah Andy oh, Kirk Oh the lad that was at yeah. Hearts With Andy Craig Levine Kirk, yeah. Is Craig Levine not Director of football there or something He's floating about yeah. yeah well Good luck to him There we go uh, What have we got here It's full time at Firhill Let's speak to Fraser Wishart And find out how it finished Yeah good time to join me Gordon it's a joy to hear Crowds back at football And the Firhill faithful Are standing to applaud their team Because it's been part of Thistle 3 
Queen of the South 2, but it's back to normal for the, the home fans. 1,534 here, but this will put them through the mill as always before getting a late winner. The game could have gone either way in the second half at 2-2, but sub Scott Tiffany scored in the 85th minute to win the three points. There was a blow in 11 minutes for Partick Thistle when Willie Gibson cut into the left-hand side. His fierce shot went into the top left-hand corner. I think Jamie Sneddon in the Thistle goal was deceived by the pace. But six minutes later, it was 1-1. Zach Rudden did well in the byline the left. He hung across the back post. Brian Graham just showed great desire and bundled the ball into the back of the net from a couple of yards. Alan Johnson, the Queen of South manager, was sent to the stand for something he said to the linesman 27 minutes. And in 20, uh, 31 minutes, it was 2-1 to Thistle running again with a cross to the left Kieran McKenna the right wing back ahead header back across goal brilliant save by Josh Ray touched onto the post and Brian Graham again was there to bundle the ball home from a yard the second I'm not quite as good but still very open from the start in 53 minutes slight play by the experienced Stephen Bell almost led to the equaliser shot pass back 50-50 tackle between Jamie Sneddon and Lee Connolly and the ball broke to Roy but his weak shot was easily saved by the keeper at the other end Kyle Turner did have the ball in the back of the net but the referee after consulting and giving the goal consulting with the assistant ref disallowed it for offside Thistle pushing hard for the third to give them some comfort but Queen of the South still a threat Ali Roy denied in the act of shooting by a Kevin Holt tackle and then with the game in a bit of a lull Ian McCall made a couple of changes brought in Cammy Smith and Scott Tiffany to bring a bit of a spark but it was Queen of the South in 75 minutes that equalised a spell of pressure seeds of corners it was no surprise when Lee Conley whipped an outswinging corner to the near post and Rudy Payton flicked the ball back across goal and into the top corner it was coming and it was an excellent header by the young Queen of the South striker Lewis Mayo then saw an 18 yard shot deflected inches wide with the keeper beaten before Roberto Inditi almost came close to the winner for Queen of the South inches wide from the edge of the box the winner came in 85 minutes Scott, sub Scott Tiffany was lively since he came on just latched onto a loose ball inside the penalty box and fired high past Ray into the net brilliant way to start the season terrific 90 minutes all round Thistle just about got what they deserve but a fantastic fantastic game to watch here at Farrell full time Partick Thistle 3 Queen of the South 2 Oh, how good is it to hear fans The noise of football supporters Coming through your radio Absolutely brilliant The Partick Thistle fans Enjoyed that A 3-2 victory Against Queen of the South Roger Hanna is in Dingwall For Ross County St Johnson Ross County nil St Johnson nil Last season's Cup Double winners Saints thwarted in the opening day of the new campaign but he really should have picked up all three points, Alistair McCann's missed penalty midway through the second half, proving so costly for Callum Davidson's side, it was a right decision by referee Colin Stephen, Rhys Devine on loan from Manchester United, making his debut for Saints as a left wing back he cut into the box, he bamboozled Cole Donaldson, he was tripped, Stephen had a good view, pointed to the spot it looked as if Saints were going to be rewarded for incessant second half pressure but McCann inexplicably blazed high, horribly high into the St Johnson fans behind the goal to let Malky Mackay's men off and ensure County started with a point, it was an evenly balanced first half County in fact started brightly players Spittle pulling the strings and Jordan White up top with debutant Dominic Samuel looking to carry a thread, their best rate came from the other debutant Ross Callaghan after he was freed in the box by Cole Donaldson fired a shot across Xander Glatt's goal and just wide of the far post but Saints were transformed in the second half they pushed and pushed David Wallerspoon creating chances 
both Michael O'Halloran and Callum Hendry having sights of goal before making way for Stevie May and Chris Kane but that golden chance arrived after 69 minutes Devine getting up into the box pulled down by Donaldson it looked as if McCann who of course had seen former teammate Glenn Middleton miss from the spot in the last competitive game the Scottish Cup final back in May it looked as if he had all the composure to score the winning goal instead he fired it over the top just five days before the Europa League opener against Galatasaray in Turkey it wasn't what Callum Davidson side needed decent start though for Malky Mackay as his new management era starts here in Dingwall Ross County nil St Johnston nil thanks Roger I'm sure that was great Roger but I, lo- I lost a lot of it because Gordon Deal distracted me I'm going to have to bring back that feature remember we did Gordon Deal's misheard song lyrics could you lot hear him there during yeah. that shit yeah. singing uh, there's a star man sleeping in the sky <laughs> sleeping <laughs> Roger seriously get yourself back down the road and sort him out <laughs> I'll take great delight sorting him out on Tuesday night I'm just desperate to see what his new wardrobe throws up come Tuesday honestly right safe trip home goalless there you'd imagine Ross County the happier given the, the season that the, the sides had last year it's finished at Dens Park a thriller for David Friel how did it end up? full time Gordon at Dens Park and it's Dundee 2 St Mern 2 and I tell you what if Dundee are going to serve up this kind of entertainment they will be a very welcome addition to the Premiership this game had absolutely everything four goals a red card a controversial penalty constant flashpoints poor Craig Napier the ref what an afternoon he had Eamon Brophy's fourth minute strike put St Mern ahead he raced on to Curtin, Curtis Main's flick and slammed a shot past Adam Legends in the Dundee goal the D were already missing some key players. They then lost Danny Mullen and Christy Elliott to injury in the first half, so they're really, really up against it. But they dug in and levelled through Joe Shaughnessy's own goal just a minute before the break. Paul McMullen's deep corner caused chaos and St Mun defender headed into his own net. To be fair to Jim Goodman's side, they came out at the start of the second half, played really, really well. They regained the lead through a controversial Jamie McGrath penalty in 54 minutes. Ref Napier penalised Jason Cummings for a challenge on Jay Henderson to Dundee's fury. They felt the young St Man winger dive. James McPake was booked. Number two, Dave Mackay was booked. You know, the St Man, um, St Man players, they stayed calm. Jim McGrath grabbed the ball and sent Adam Legends the wrong way. Back came, back came Dundee again to equalise on the hour mark. Jordan Marshall was sent away down the left. He crossed for Jason Cummings and his first time shot found the bottom corner. Dundee's Max Anderson was sent off for a late challenge in Eamon Brophy to put them really up against it for the last 20 minutes. Scott Tanzer led a save by legends but overall they stayed they stayed calm, they stayed in control and they managed to get the point. Full time at Dundee, Dundee 2, St Mern 2. Yes, did you hear that? Our first booze of the new season as well. Yeah. I assume it was from the referee, David Friel. Not for your match yes, report. Yes, it was. As I said, he's away for a lie down. Take Napier now. <laughs> oh, I like it. I'm even. I'm even delighted to hear the booze coming back. Brilliant. Right. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. That's us done with our featured matches. Give us a call. Let us know what's on your mind. Were you at a game today? I don't say this lightly. If you were at a game today, I'm. Producer Callum will put you straight through That's probably a lie But anyway I really want to hear from people Who are at games today Because it's just great to have everyone uh, Slowly but surely getting back into games Rangers fans How happy are you With the start to the season St Mirren fans Bit of a thriller up there Maybe you watched that one online If you weren't fortunate enough to go Hearts and Celtic Three hours away How are you feeling? 01419511025 We'll take your calls next the fastest goals The expert opinions This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard 
Full time results from the Scottish Premiership Rangers 3, Livingston 0 Dundee 2, St Mirren 2 Ross County 0, St Johnston 0 And of course Hearts against Celtic Still to come at 8pm In the Scottish Championship It finished our Broth 0, Inverness 1 Morton 2, Dunfermline 2 Partick Thistle 3, Queen of the South 2 And Wraith Rovers 4 Hamilton Aki's 4 That was 4-0 to Wraith Rovers After 64 minutes An incredible comeback there In League 1 Airdrie 0 Montrose 3 Clyde 0 Dumbarton 3 Cove 1 Falkirk 1 East Fife 1 Queen's Park 1 And Peterhead 2 Alloa 0 Into Scottish League 2 Annan 0 Forfar 2 Elgin City 1 Stranraer 1 Kelty Hearts 2 Cowdenbeath 0 Stenhouse Muir 0 Stirling Albion 1 and we're still playing between Albion Rovers and Edinburgh City due to that delay with the linesman, but it remains Albion Rovers 2, Edinburgh City 0. Mark Wilson, Gordon DL and Alex Ray are in the studio. They're waiting on your calls, 0141 951 1025. Tell us what is on your mind. Mark Wilson, what a day. How good is it to be back? Oh, it's been absolutely brilliant today. Plenty of goals across all the divisions, starting with Rangers, scoring three. Uh, right off and starting the defence of the title uh, in pretty decent fashion um, and if you're Dundee you're happy that you've come up and held your own against a St Mirren side who look like they could be favourites to finish in the top six this season St Johnson Ross County a bit of a stalemate but all eyes turn to Tynecastle in a few hours time how Celtic react to midweek Champions League knocked out our hearts going to be a serious challenge to the top six it'll be an interesting game I agree with Mark uh, Fantastic to be back Gordon Goals are galore All over the country Apart from obviously Dingwall But um, It's just great That we can hear Supporters phoning the show And how pleased they are To be back in stadiums Supporting their team So That is a real plus for us And uh, As Mark said It's just the beginning We're looking forward now To Tynecastle tonight Hearts and Celtic We've got a good card tomorrow Aberdeen Dundee United Motherwell Hibs Plenty of football And one of my favourite, favourite games Monday night, Ayrshire Derby Oh, I'll let you get your thoughts on the Ayrshire Derby Before we go, but Alex yeah. All about today at the moment And it was it was just brilliant Fans back, yeah. league football back We were back and can't beat it Yeah, without doubt They had everything, Gordon, as you rightly said There was obviously goals in the top flight There was cards for managers I think when you look across the Championship as well The game of the day would most certainly be Rafe Rovers Ackies 4-0 yeah. down to come back to 4 each Ackies, tremendous Thistle back into the Championship as well Managing to get a 3-2 win A draw down at Greenock 2-2 with Dunfermline So I think over the piece I think a lot of people Were relatively happy To get up and running The biggest story for me today Is the fans going Getting punters back into the game So much welcomed Absolutely 0141 Let's bring in Scott Who's a Rangers fan in Govan Did you make it along To the game today Scott? Uh, yeah I did I happened to Get a ticket in the ballot Yeah uh, was it? Ticket sales uh, I was same, I, listen, I heard Robert earlier on. I've got to agree, it was buzzing to get back. It was a, um, it was a great atmosphere to start off with. Um, I'm worried about Hadji, obviously, uh, taking off. Um, but I, I took um, along my girlfriend, and she's never been to a football match before because she's not really into football. So uh, she enjoyed it as well. So yeah, it was really good. Like, did you manage to? Get to back. Uh, I mean, did, did you have like a kind of pre-match routine, Scott? You know, people will maybe always walk to the ground or park in the same place or subway or you, you get the same bite to eat and all that. Did it feel good to just go back about your, your pre-match routine again? 
yeah, I'd actually said to my partner there earlier on that it was good to get into the zone um, that you do, Ken, from match day. You can, you might play the music, the Rangers songs, whatever. And it's, ah, it was really good to get right back into that zone for five years, get away from COVID and things like that. So, uh, yeah, it was buzzing. Absolutely, like, like f- football's a huge part of people's lives and routine. You know, the, the, it's been a void that people haven't had. Yeah, you've got the ninety minutes, like we mentioned, but you know what? People for years have got up, lucky socks on, rolling sausage, newspaper, whatever it is. Same walk, same pub, same group of mates, chat. All of that gone, and hopefully we're now. We're now back My group, sh- uh, group chat was in fire this morning <laughs> <laughs> My group chat was in fire this morning And uh, there was a lot of getting talked on that as well <laughs> But no, I was, listen, see the build up I went through Asda this morning as well And there was a, a Rangers fan with Penny Arcade Going to the game, just going down towards Ibrook So anyway, thankfully I never get that word out there <laughs> Fans of all teams, you know, it doesn't matter what team mm. you support You'll all be experiencing the same thing um, Going to um, The performance then, Scott, you mentioned you were worried about Yanis Hadji He scored the opening goal He picked up an injury mm. he, he was replaced by a man Who went on And had a, a good impact In Scott Wright Wasn't he? Yeah, well, yeah You've got to you've got, I think you've got to remember That Same as last year Every player that Does either go off injury Or substitute it You've got One To, can, to replace that position So Yeah I'm happy I'm, I'm buzzing to see uh, Scott Wright's goal again Because that was just Top draw I mean that's that's got to be in contention for goal of the season already in day one. It was a lovely well, strike. Yeah, I don't yeah. think you could do that, Alex. I think the the thing about that, Gordon, is the technique because you're actually running across the the, the goal and you've just kind of controlled it with outside of your mm. right foot, slowed it into that far far corner, and uh, I thought it was absolutely brilliant. I thought it was a great strike. I thought his overall performance was really encouraging as well. Uh, and it should it should really galvanise him. And uh, as Daz said earlier on, you want him. To be a, a starter in his mind, you know, Dan's because when you come to the club and you're seeing better players, uh, when you arrive, it's, a, it's an opportunity. As we're just watching it on the TV again, I thought it was top draw. I think I, th- I think he's had his settling in period. Um, it was brilliant for him because he got a lot of game time. But he's a guy playing with confidence. That goal's a player with confidence. Um, <clears throat> Scott's right. It's about the full day for supporters up and down the country. It's getting up in the morning and getting the excitement, looking forward to getting along, supporting your team, home at five o'clock, you're celebrating with a, a victory or obviously Rangers early kickoff. But um, as we've said all day, great for the supporters to be back. Yeah, I have to agree. But I mean, it's the social aspect that you were right, Absolutely. Gordon. I mean, last last season, it was great that the clubs were allowed to stream the games and fans paid their money and they watched it. But they're watching it at home and they're watching it sometimes alone. The social aspect of actually getting out and interacting with their friends, people who sit round about them where they have their season tickets makes all the difference. And you heard that today, Ibrox, and listen, hopefully it's double or, mm. or, or full capacity by the time next week or, or a couple of weeks comes Scott do you take encouragement from the fact that it was a, a fairly straightforward victory but still with Alfredo Morelos Borna Barisic Ryan Jack and, and various others to come back yeah well uh, aye it was good to see I mean the game did go kind of flat um, until the uh, second goal they kicked in a gear um, so yeah, it was good to get a, a, another clean sheet at home um, and another win under our belts to carry on the um, the no-lose game. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, Malmo because it's going to be interesting what team he picks. Obviously, we're roofing that and Kamara suspended. So, 
Um, I'm glad Scott Right, go again, Tim Because I think he'll start On Tuesday night, like Think, think so, Alex Played his way in Yeah, well, it depends on Hadji It depends on the, the game plan And what she sees But uh, if you look at Scott Wright today You know, I think he's done himself The world of good, Gordon And you look at some of the players Who were not even on the bench Or on the pitch Arfield, Barisic, Defoe, Holanda Jack's back in training Katic is back up to speed as well And Morelos uh, will be in the mix In the next couple of weeks So I think it's uh, important to refocus again Because this this uh, Champions League qualifier Is massive for the football club You know, um, they've obviously got a couple of players out Who did you say? Kamara and Roof are out, aren't they? I didn't see that Is that oh, the case? Paula said it's uh, right, sorry. Yeah, sorry I, I, I think they two are uh, Not eligible for the for Of course Yeah, yeah of course, because yeah. of the Suspension Yeah, suspension So they're going to have to rejig It'll be interesting Because Sakala obviously played A large proportion of the game today You've got obviously Itten Who can maybe be more mm-hmm. of a, a target man So it'll be, it'll be fascinating To see what way Stephen goes uh, Right Scott The most important question Did you and Rangers Do enough to convince your partner To go back for a second game of football At some point in the future? Uh, I'll let her tell you. <laughs> you know. Yeah, go back. There we go. Job done. Don't sound too enthusiastic. That's <laughs> no, good. She go. said good atmosphere. Oh, there we go. Enough, Job done. Enough. Right, Scott and partner. Enjoy your evening. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. We are on Twitter as well. You'll find us over there at Clyde SSB. I just want to know if that Albion Rovers game's finished yet. <laughs> um, after all the all the drama, still two 0 anyway. Mm. Uh, yeah, probably. Will it be finished? Quite. I don't. Think so. We were we were a good few minutes behind with the whole problem with the officials. So yeah, I don't think so. Not done yet. Edinburgh have missed a penalty in that game as well. It's just it's wow. the place to be. Don't say Clifton that Hill. about Clifton Hill too often. <laughs> yeah, um, no, certainly not. But there we go. The place to be. Right. Let's remind ourselves of how Stephen <laughs> Gerrard felt about that Rangers performance. I thought it was good in large parts. I think we played with a lot of control. You know, it's very little uh, action in our box. And uh, John had a relatively quiet afternoon, so I'm really pleased about that. I thought from from the first whistle up until we went 1-0 up, we were terrific. Played with a real agency and an intensity that Livingston was struggling to cope with. And then I thought our mentality changed from 1-0. Uh, we complicated the game a little bit. And um, everyone was taking that extra touch and slowed it down a little bit. And um, it gave Livingston a chance to breathe. Um, from 2-0 to, to seeing the game out, I thought we were fantastic again. So it was just that middle part, really, where... We needed to just take less touches and keep finding outcomes, crosses, shots, and keep testing the goalkeeper because I thought we we sort of come off come off it a little bit from there. A fair criticism. Yeah, I think it's a fair assessment of the way the game went, Gordon. It's interesting because he says he wants to kind of smother teams, he wants to overwhelm teams, and when he got that opening fifteen minutes or so, it looked that way. However, it did peter out a little bit, and he's absolutely right in what he said because the, the players were starting to run with the ball, they were starting to labour on it, they were running into traffic. But I think that was part and part as Dad said earlier on. Livingston dropped in and made it very difficult. So you've just got to kind of continue to work to the process. And as I said, they've got so many match winners coming off the bench, starting, uh, and they've also, you know, as you rightly said earlier on about Tavernier, they've got they've got goals throughout the course of their team, clean sheets. So listen, I think that's what Stephen will try and build on going forward. Yeah, I can't argue with the Rangers manager. Um, I think he's, he's he's very pleased with his day's work, Gordon. As he said there, Livingston never laid a glove on them, didn't really have a shot at goals, wasn't a threat, another clean sheet. Yeah, you're you're going to have that at the beginning of the season for me. Um, you know, you go one up so early in the game, you drop off the game a little bit. Livingston, you've got to give them credit. They made it difficult. I thought the Rangers manager was right I thought Rangers players were taking that extra touch Slowed it down a little bit 2-0 They're up to uh, the pace of the game Comfortable winners 
And that's all you can do in the opening game of the season. Uh, get your, you know, three points, clean sheet, and move on. Okay, 0141 We've got a huge game at eight o'clock, Hearts mm. and Celtic. I mean, that's always a big game at any time. Then you add in the fact it's the opening game of the season, and then you add in the summer of upheaval and change at Celtic. It has got all the makings of an absolute cracker. Scott joins us on the line, who is a Celtic fan. Now, Scott, generally speaking, with a couple of hours to go before the first game, football fans are, are just delighted. They're so excited about the new season. Are you finding that excitement, or are you still a bit apprehensive given everything that's that's gone on with Celtic in the last week? I've got nothing right now that makes me even want to go to football the way I'm getting to, to be Celtic, to be fair. Um... Usually if I'd been lucky enough to get a ticket in a bar, I'd be probably parked up with sitting listening to you guys on the radio for kick-offs at 8 o'clock, maybe take a walk up to the game and stuff like that, but it's now been 18 months since the last time I set foot in a stadium, so I find it very difficult to get motivated. Um, and the way that um, the club's getting run just now, and also the way they've run the ballots for the home games, has made me even more angry, disturbed, um, fed up, scunnered, I don't know, I can't put I can't I can't, I can't sum it up um, I just feel as if we're getting taken for granted right now Well no away fans tonight I don't think I'm right in saying that um, When we get onto the ticket situation I'm sure the, the the bit that Everyone will be interested in Is the, the football side of it If you like You know, and The way the way things have gone Ange Postacoglu in Some players in Not enough Out of Europe But How do you feel about What, what lies in store on the field At the moment Scott? Um the last 20 years we've been spoiled, spoiled rotten with success, obviously the Rangers capitulation back in the, the, the sort of 2011-2012, it left the field a lot more open for Celtic to, to go and win titles with not a lot of challenges, maybe a couple of challenges here with Aberdeen, um, but by and large it's been a sort of shooty in type thing, and I, I, don't, I don't mean to be disrespectful to the rest of the clubs, but with Celtic side stature and uh, ability to spend money, that's where it should have been. Um, so having won in four, quid, four trebles back to back um, I mean it doesn't get much better than that unfortunately we went for 10 in a row and we didn't get it um, now a lot of people have cracked up lost the plot over it a lot a lot of people in, in my opinion a lot of the ones that have done most of the complaining are guys that are just new to the game in other words guys that maybe only a season ticket maybe five last five ten years and have only known success whereas I've known the bad days back in the 80s and the 90s when um Getting to the quarter-final of the Scottish Cup was actually a great achievement. So I'm sort of a bit more pragmatic about it. I can handle getting beat. Um, I can handle losing tournaments. I can handle various things. But what I can't handle is the way that, that, that the, the new manager's been left out to dry, basically. Um, we've known since January, February time, after Neil Lennon was getting rid of, we need a new manager in the squad. They did got it. Guys like Edward and Wednesday night was embarrassing. Very embarrassing. Now, he started off the season... Um, with a Yeti up front. And it looks as if a Yeti was going to be his sort of first choice. Then all of a sudden, a Yeti gets bombed out. Then we don't see him for about two weeks, and then he comes to the last ten minutes on Wednesday night as well. The manager probably struggling to get to know his players. Of course he has, he's not been there long. But he's identified players he wants to win, and he's, he's, he's said it himself, they've not done it, they've not got them in quick enough. And I appreciate the COVID is it's, it's side to it as well, and that doesn't make life easy as well. But other clubs seem to be managing to do it. Why can't we? Yeah, I mean, and that's look. It's only three days, Smitchelland. So the the notion that it's going to be much different tonight is too much to ask, really. But Carl Starfield's available yes. near Beaton's back, available as well. 
But again when the team Is published in what An hour's time maybe mm-hmm. They're going to be similar questions that, That's where it all started Wednesday Before a ball was even kicked on Wednesday It was Why is Scott Bain in goal? What, what, why do we still not have a keeper If Barkas isn't up to speed? Why is there no one else Apart from 17 year old Dane Murray Who did fine by the way to play yeah. Why have has Mikael Lustig Three years ago or whatever Never properly been replaced? So that that's what's dominated the start of the season for a lot of Celtic fans, which is a shame because you should be able to go into any new campaign at least dreaming, if, you know, at least for, at least for the first couple of weeks. They've been caught sleeping, Gordon. Uh, you're right. You look at the back five that started the other night. There, the goalkeeper. There should be a new goalkeeper in the building immediately. Everybody's identified that for months and months and months. And I'm not talking about any of the guys in here. I'm talking about Celtic supporters that go that used to go week in, week out, that watched their team for the last 18 months on TV. So everybody knows that. Everybody knows that they've got to start with a goalkeeper. They've been, the new Ayer was going out the door. They didn't replace him. They've, and, and by the way, I'm going to say something. Young Ralston, I thought he had a terrific game the other night. He's been out to two or three clubs in loan. He's clearly not going to play a big uh, future and going forward with Celtic for me. And he's still the f- number one first choice. Greg Taylor was m- your most experienced guy at left back. You've got Edward who's played his ticket, wanting out. And Edward's been a great player for Celtic. And he is a great player and he's a fantastic talent. But the boy wants to go. I mean, th- for instance, then, does he does he start tonight? Because if not him, then who? Well, she's a manager. I think this is where I think that I feel really sorry for a manager because you look and you think, right? Do I put him out there hoping he does your turn? It, yeah, or do I go with a yeti and hoping? And there's nothing really else. So you're really mm. crossing your fingers and thinking, well, what do I, what do I hope on the best player? Okay. So me personally, I would stick with Edward. I'd have a word and say, look. Here's the deal You want a way Go and show these teams How good you are And get yourself Down the road mm. And go and play Where you want to play And you would need To ask him Straight to his, to his face Are you going to give me What the Celt- Me and the Celtic fans Are looking for but Do you not think He's had that conversation Does I, uh, I would expect him if, if he's playing him now He must have had A man to man with him Willow And said Listen We need you Are you available And he must have said aye Because otherwise mm. You're saying Take a seat, son. We'll put somebody but, in but a But take a seat and bring who? A Yeti who is in the eyes of the Celtic supporters ain't any better. But the, the point is, if you've had that conversation with him and he pitches up with the performance the other night, Willow, are you going to trust him again tonight? So that that's the issue yeah, for this that, that, that is it, though, that Gordon says. He, he, performance the other night or whatever, yeah. still possibly better than, better than, than a Yeti, Yeti. And, and Griffiths is unavailable. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's an amazing situation Celtic find themselves in. Uh, Furuhashi, I guess, is technically going to be perhaps a replacement in time. But to leave yourself short at both ends of the pitch is an incredible mismanagement. And you can't put it at Ange Postacoglu because he's he's trying his best. He's he's coming out saying he's trying to identify players and pass them on, yet they're not coming in. But the guys that were upstairs at the club from the turn of the year till now and knew what was going on, they, they then got a good look at a Yeti when a Yeti came in. And it's okay giving people time, but coaches know players of course right away and they see if they're adapting to the game or not. And it's quite clear. Who is identifying the players, Mark? Because they, they don't seem to be a middleman there that the manager goes to. 
You know, well, there'd have to be Dominic Mackay because there is right, no middleman. Right, right, chief executive. So, so where's the where's the so-called sporting director, whatever you want to call him? Where's the important guy that leads from there down to the manager? That's that's also a problem before, for me. Before we let you go, Scott, because I know you wanted to to bring this up. So, explain it to me. What what could Celtic be doing differently, and what should they be doing differently as far as the ballots go? Because, from my understanding, correct me if I'm wrong. You know, they separated the friendlies. In the competitive matches So there will be a, You know a, a, a selection Fans like you Who at the moment Have missed out But I assume you will then Be in a good position To come out The ballot the next time No well, From what I can understand It seems to be very um, Varied Depending on who you say Because the club's not actually Put anything out there In black and white What they've basically done is Here's a friendly game Right 54,000 season tickets Or whatever it may be Right 2,000 are going to that That 2,000 Go back into the next draw if it's a domestic, if it's a a competitive match. They go back into the draw. Surely a ballot's a ballot. Once you've drawn two thousand, that's your fifty-four down to fifty-two. But, but that's my point, though. Does it not? I could look. First of all, there is no easy way of doing this. We wish we could open everything up fully, and we can't. But they've separated friendlies and competitive games. Is that not the bit that you're you're kind of jumping over? Because. If they hadn't done that, there could have been a possibility then that someone does come out for the for the Preston game, like you say, two thousand or whatever, but then misses all three of the the first competitive games. Whereas this current system, I don't think you or anyone else will miss all three competitive games, will you? Well, I have. That's what, that's what, that's what my calls are. How have you missed the I'm three? What what three them. competitive competitive games though? No, I, I'm not. Into, see, see, be fair. It doesn't matter if it's competitive or not. It's on my season ticket. I'm a season ticket holder, right? As are, as are 54,000 other people. Now, my father and mm. myself are both on the same sort of thing. What, what I'm getting at is, if we get 54,000 season ticket holders, mm-hmm. each person should be entitled to get to one of the games. Before what, one of what games, though? As it's standing just now, I won't be in any game. And there's a good chance I might not be in the next one either. So out of four or five games played at Celtic Park, there's a good opportunity I won't be mm. any of them. Yet some people have been to three or stroke four. So are you sure? Are you sure you've got? Are you sure you've not got a very good chance of coming out? You know, say for the third competitive game. No, no, not as it stands. There's only twenty four thousand getting into this game. They all go back into the hat again. Um, so the twenty four thousand will get to that one. Will get back in again because it's a competitive match. Yeah, I didn't think they they went back in. I must admit. So um, fair well, enough. They did because you went in for the for the Midland game, sent the Midland game. You can get into the the, the dinghy game as well because it's a competitive match. I think it's just a joke but The easiest way to see is like Having a ballot where They do with the away games It's like If you meet a certain criteria And there's 4,000 4, people Meet that criteria You go into a ballot And you get pulled out That's the way you do it Surely a ballot means A ballot Not a ballot But we'll change it When we change our mind again I just think that It's 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 It's, it's a, a boot in the teeth to, to people Like myself My dad And there's loads of others out there, By the way Not just me That have paid £600 this season £660 this season Six hundred and sixty last season to be told. By the way, you're not going into the next four games, and yet there's people that have mm. been to three already. Yeah. and I know, I know personally three people that have been to three games. Yeah, like I say, I think the defence would be though. It's the difference between a competitive game and and a friendly. But I do listen, Scott. It's it's brutal. All fans have paid season tickets and not been there for the last season. Great deal of sympathy. So hopefully. Uh, we can move towards a situation where this isn't happening anytime soon. Um, Scott, thanks again. We'll speak to Andrew and Falkirk next. The games are over. The talking begins. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line.
Alex Ray, Gordon Diel, Mark Wilson All in the studio And all ready to take your calls Hearts against Celtic is two and a half hours away At Tynecastle We're looking forward to that one uh, Let's hear a bit from Ange Postacoglu And see how he's feeling ahead of this game I'm still on the same planet mate I haven't come from outer space So I kind of know You'd be surprised how much I know about Hearts It's got a strong Aussie connection mate There's a lot of good Ryan McGowan, Paddy Kisnorbo, I can go back that far. I, I know Hearts very, very well. And, uh, you know, obviously they, you know, they're a big club and they obviously dropped down um, but have come up and, and it's always a, a, a good contest. Um, and, you know, we're preparing for it the same way. But, you know, you can ask me that question every week because it'll be my first time doing it against every opposition, mate. So that's okay. Um, we're well prepared and, and not just me, but the staff are well prepared. I mean, the coaching staff here. And the analysis staff have, have followed them through the pre-season So the players will have all the information they need Big fan of Ange Postacoglu Telling everyone how he knows that Patrick Chris Norbo Played for Hearts in 2003 Just as proof of, of how much he knows about the club <laughs> I like that Yeah, I think, listen, I think the question's a valid one Because Postacoglu's obviously finding his feet Any new manager that comes to this country You know, the guys there at the press conferences Ask the same thing But look, it Ange Postacoglu's right The analysis team behind behind him at Celtic And John Kennedy and Strachan and Steve McManus Know an awful lot about Hearts And how they shape up And how they played last season How they played pre-season So they'll be well prepared it's, uh, And they'll give all the information to the players But it's up to the players Once they go across the, the white line to deliver And that's been the problem since January That the players haven't delivered And you know they have to dig them out uh, a decent result tonight because the last thing he needs is another negative result. I think you're right, Mark. I think the biggest concern is not knowing everything about Hearts. Of course, they'll have done their homework. Um, the players know everything about Hearts. I think the biggest concern tonight, and I'm really interested to see what he's starting. Team lineup, yeah. yes. Yeah, I'm really interested. Because we're only on for another half an hour, let's do a whistle stop to a right. Scott Bain keep his place in goals. Yes, yes. yes. No doubt about that. No. Barkas no have a future. No. no, absolutely not. No. no, Joe Hart, the man to replace him. Um, if, if the price is right, yeah. right, okay. Um, Carl Starfield straight in. Yes, for me. Really? Yep. No risk attached. He's only trained yesterday. He, well, that was his first day yesterday. I would still put him in. Me and all. Yeah. I would as well. I, would, I, I think he'll go with uh, Beaton and Welsh. Mm. Well, um, do you know? I'm going to throw one in at Willow because it, it might be an option. Uh, Welsh at right back. Beaton. Starfelt and Taylor Is that a possibility? Yeah I think I think. No I don't think Welsh will play right back I think Ralston will keep his place After his performance he actually did all right the other yeah. night Didn't he? So. And I think It'll be a toss up Between Beaton and Welsh But Starfelt okay. for me Should start um, Edward up front Yes Yes Yeah I'm, I'm, I'm going you know, to You've got to try and do Your best players But yeah, you must have that Conversation with him mm-hmm. Gordon Because he, see the other night You cannot accept that For Oz and Edward He looked so disinterested And I, I take all the boys points The rest uh, Disposal Ayeti And uh, obviously Griffiths is I not there I think Forrest will start Tonight as well uh, I think he'll a, be a, a, As opposed to Abada oh, All day All day long um, I think Forrest As much as you can Lay the, ba- lay the blame at his door For a an opportunity to probably seen Celtic through the other night. I think he's just a big player, and you need your experienced players, guys that have played. He's played played more games than Neil Lennon at Celtic. Um, <laughs> he learned this and beat the pundit the other night. <laughs> so I think I would pitch him right in. 
Uh, right, okay, for the first few weeks certainly of the season The novelty is going to be there of getting fans back in 01419511025 Andrew in Falkirk, did you make it along to Ibrox? Yes, yes I did Andrew, here's what I really want to know Did you stay till the end? Oh, of course I did I've got, I was seeing people leaving at 75, 80 minutes <laughs> I couldn't believe thinking, what I was what watching Are you that desperate to get a subway? Like, Honestly oh. But anyway, you enjoyed what you saw when you were there? Yeah, it was absolutely absolutely brilliant. There were a couple of uh, holes to pick, but there always will be earlier on in the season. So it was, it was just good to be back, seeing the, the attacking power we've got as well on the side. Did it did it match what you witnessed on your laptop screen last season? Then did it did it feel the same kind of what you expected to see it in person? Um, yeah, it did. Of course, it's brilliant being back in person. Obviously, we're not fully up to speed yet. Um, it's first game of the season, so. Still getting a few of the cobwebs out But uh, uh, it was just brilliant being back And see when we were on it We were absolutely brilliant What well, in part- particular pleased you then? Um, just see the way When we're on it playing as, as Gerard said Up until the first goal And from the second goal onward It was The attacking play we were playing Was absolutely brilliant um, Especially Calvin Bassey Going down that left wing Was just He really impressed me today Alex what did you What did you make of that? Because you cl- uh, uh, he carries the ball so well up He made himself yep. You know Got involved a lot It's always going to be difficult sure. For a guy like him To match Barisic's You know Quality, quality of delivery yeah. yeah listen I think when you look at his Athleticism bombing up And doing that flank He cannot question that I think he'll be disappointed In some of his final balls Gordon But that's something You can work on Because you've got to have That physical attributes To be able to get there Time after time I just I said last week Gordon I went to uh, to the game I think the Brighton game Last week And um uh, Barisic and Tavernier come on laterally and, and, and the, you just see the level of quality that they bring now everybody and I take the point that Patterson's an unbelievable prospect but that is a level of performance you need to get to week on week when you get into their positions it can be the difference now they got up and running with Tavernier's balls and it's, it's dead balls it's on the move so I just feel as if uh, the boy Bassey and he, he's only a young lad and I think when you have Barisic is, is the guy you're looking at Who has that quality He can most certainly Kind of learn as he's going Because when you get into the areas It's so important that you, you pull the the, 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 th- the right ball off I think you're right I think he's a, a very good backup To Barisic um, And I also agree with you Alec That uh, he's a willing runner down there He gets into good positions um, He has to work on his final ball And uh, Delivery uh, There's no doubt in that But That's something That will come Daz Because you can see Young young boys that that happens Yeah But he he takes up good positions He gets up and down that pitch um, You know And he certainly is He's not a Barisic There's no doubt that Barisic is far the better player But he's a great backup to have For Steven Gerrard Yeah I mean I like how He's composing the ball He does get you up the pitch He's quick But I'm with the guys here I think he does need to work mm. In that final third At getting that final ball better If he's if he's going to stand a chance Of even getting close to Barisic Andrew There was obviously You know Waiting on everyone coming back Some people from injury Alfredo Morelos quarantining For instance um, That given a, a chance You know in the, in the front line For Yanis Hadji To start the game And for Scott Wright To come off the bench And score as well How, how did you view that area Of the pitch? I was um, I was thinking about it on the way up the road there um, uh, Two seasons ago If Morelos was out We'd be scuppered And we'd be wondering Where are these goals coming from um, But see going into this game Morelos isn't even out of quarantine I don't think And he's already In the and I'm, Well sorry no I'm not actually worried about uh, What the team's Because I know Hadji can score uh, Even Defe- Goldson can score Davis can score So I wasn't even worried about Getting goals today 
Yeah, it was a feature of last season, Alex. The the depth yeah. and and how it, it didn't happen overnight, but it was a gradual thing. We used to say it all the time when when Celtic were were on form. Sure. You'd go look at that bench, and you would say, look at Rangers bench. Who are they going to bring on to change it? And Rangers have kind of chipped away at it and, and gone on an upwards trajectory as things yeah. stand. Celtic have obviously got a bit that, of catching up to do and gone the other way. So the the depth, the options, the the old two players for every position mantra yes. that you hear, you can still see that. I think as uh, Stephen Gerrard's identified that, I think when they brought uh, Itton and Roof into the equation last last year, it almost took the whole responsibility away from uh, the main guy who scored. Morelos was always a go-to guy. Keep him quiet. And you keep Rangers quiet The introduction of the day two Then you have the, the, the boy Wright Coming into the mix as well uh, The middle of the park You've got Arfield You've got Arebo uh, And you've got players now Lundstrom will then add that And then you look at the quality For the fullbacks When you mentioned You know 19 goals for, for Tavernier Golson got about 9 goals last year I think a couple of the other Centre backs pitched in with goals If you've got goals Throughout the course of your, your, your squad And your team mm. It's a great bonus Because when you're keeping The back door shut It's a good uh, combination Andrew, it was nice to speak to you. Hopefully, we will catch up again as the season goes on. Thank you, first time caller as well. Ah, good so, to have you. Good Pleasure. Good. We'll speak to you soon then. That was Andrew in Falkirk. Uh, Frank is in the city centre. What's in your mind as a Rangers fan tonight, Frank? I want to make a point with Alex and Gordon, if I can. Go for it, Mark. You can uh, just go. Okay. <laughs> Well I've seen Mark walking his dog And I'm telling you The dog walks Mark <laughs> That sounds about right What's yeah. your point Frank? My point is uh, Morelis uh, The manager Gerard, He should pull him in And say There's no nonsense Been taken here You either sign An extension contract Here Or else you get your agent to sell you for a reasonable amount now or else you'll sit on the bench because you won't take the mickey out of me. That's what the, the manager's got to do. I'm sure Alex and Gordon have had a manager say that to them. If you're not going to sign a, an extension, you move on. And I think that's what Gerard has already said to Morelis. And two players to go for with the money, Veerman and Harris of Peter, Petersburg, 39 goals la, last season. Plenty We scored 1-3-0 today We didn't need Morelis He's a passenger at times He's he's temperamental He's not a team player Frank Sorry I'm I'm going to disagree with you I thought that probably Being a team player Was his strength last year You know Everybody depended on him Scoring goals Uh, But last year For me He became that team player He was a part of it His hold up play now, I don't think that he's going to go in the Huff Morelos. I don't think he's, you know, he's got a problem with the Rangers manager. I, I just, every time that Rangers get a good result, is, oh, we don't need Morelos. We don't need. Morelos is the best centre forward Rangers have got. Let's not kid on here. He's the best centre forward. The Rangers manager knows it. Are Rangers a better team with Morelos up top? 100% for me. Surely Rangers can be a lot more relaxed about it yeah. than they have been, Alex, because I get the point about contracts, but he's not in the last year. He's got two to go. Yes. Two years of his contract, I think, 2023. They now do have other options as well. And I know what Frank's saying, you know, make sure there, there's no nonsense, but, you know, as it stands, he's. And we can revisit this in a couple of weeks if it changes. He's been at the Copa America. Sure. He's had the extended time off. He's quarantining it like he has to. And then we take it from there Yeah and listen I think if you go back to last year Now obviously the goals previous to last year Was pivotal for Rangers He was a go-to guy 
I, I thought last year he became more of a team player I think there was a, a maturity uh, You talk about his discipline Sometimes he gets a bit petulant within games But there was no red cards last year uh, You know, he, he, he incurred a few yellows But over the main I think he is by far Rangers number one striker uh, If you were asking me who I would fancy to play in a game uh, Of the big magnitude, the big games It would most certainly be Morelos So I'm quite relaxed about it as well I think the quicker you get him back in the fold mm. Get him up and playing week to week Then he can then refocus on the, the start of the season Because they're going to need everybody switched on And ready to try and uh, kind of continue to, to retain this title Thank you very much Franco 141951125 More calls and we'll hear from today's managers next After they play... You have your say. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Alex Ray, Gordon DL, and Mark Wilson are in the studio. Stevens and Airdrie hanging on. Not happy with you lot, to be fair. So we'll get to him in just a second. I'm looking forward to that. Um, let me have a quick look at what else is happening quickly before we do that. Uh, James McPake, not someone we hear from a lot because he's just come back into the Premiership. Dundee held at home. 2-0 draw against St Mirren on the opening day And good to know we've gone right in with managers that aren't happy And feel like they've been hard done by Extremely proud of my players We've had a really challenging week 10 out altogether Two of them that didn't train all week and played the day And another one that come drawn in the game That didn't train all week and, and done really well So that we've had a really, really challenging week for the club But extremely proud of my players the way they handled that I don't know if we need to go down my thoughts Because my thoughts are exact same as yours I've seen it, I've seen the angle that everybody will probably will see and I've seen the angle from behind the goals, it's not a penalty. Um, I thought the referee today wasn't great, I thought his fourth official wasn't great. Now, I'm not here to bash referees, I give them credit when, when credit's due and I've got a, a very open and good relationship with, with Crawford Allen who is fantastic and, and he always gives you the, the time and, and speaks to you and gives over decisions but we're in the Premiership now, we're, we're in a league where Financially and for those players, for those fans, um, they were robbed of a win today with that penalty. I don't, I don't know the rule to comment on that. And what I will do is I'll, I'll back my player the same way I won't hammer the St Mirren player because he, he's doing what he thinks is best for his team. He's played for the penalty. Um, he's a young kid in his career. Max is a young kid in his career, so I'll back him all the way. Now, thankfully, the boy isn't hurt. He seems okay. Red card. I don't know the rule, um, but. I've seen that back as well and it is a if it's a professional foul is a red card then, then it's a red card if a professional foul isn't a red card then I don't know Well, looking forward to seeing that back yeah. it's been nice to see all the pre-season goodwills gone out the window at 5-6 to six in the opening day That's First game out, Yeah, absolutely First game out of the way I'll be interested to see some of these uh, instances he's actually talking about he feels as if he's hard done by Robbed, he said Yeah, robbed Well, listen I, th- I think that's a bit of a harsh word I don't think that's the kind of word you'd be using towards a an official um, uh, in your opening uh, game of the season just having come up so I think there's a wee bit of emotion within that it seemed as if it was a very fired up game we spoke, we heard Charlie Miller, uh, Charlie Adam in, in the game as well get booked for over celebrating and things so we wee bit of needle there I don't mind that at all you know you want to come up you want to make an impact they've already got a point on the board Gordon so good luck to them yeah very emotional <laughs> it was there Rob Dale win I think a bit harsh Because the penalty mm. makes it 2-1 St Mirren Obviously The game could have Taken a different turn At that point But he's he's fairly certain It wasn't a penalty And when managers come out And say that they've seen it A number of times um, They're usually bet, They're usually can, right You can so. bet your bottom dollar Jim Goodwin will come out And say it was a penalty um, Jim Goodwin 
has a, has been asked about it. He thinks it was a penalty. There you go. <laughs> just for the avoidance. I'm going to hold judgment until I see the evidence. Oh, you just stick up for the referee. You, yeah, know, you already so. know what you're going to say before yeah. you. Stonewaller. <laughs> uh, right, we'll maybe hear from some more of them um, before we go. Let's bring in Stephen and Airdrie. Hi, Stephen. Hiya. How's it going? Ah, guys, great listening to your, all the so-called experts in this station. You know. Well, go on then. Put them in their place. That's what that's what they're well, here for. Thanks. I've never heard so much nonsense in all my life. First of all, humans. He should just stay in Brighton. <laughs> Celtic club. I mean, that's just nonsense. All he's doing is stopping the fire. That's all he's doing. Where do you think they'll finish, Stephen? Champions. Right, okay, what makes you, you know, so sure? I mean, I know everybody will laugh, you know, no, I'm not laughing obviously, at all. you know, this is the Rangers, you know, radio station sort of thing, but some <laughs> of the nonsense that's been written and says over the part over the summer with so called experts. Mm. I mean, just remember the new manager, all he has to do is win one league in three years and he's an absolute mm. legend according to all you let the experts that if you say the experts one more time It's going to stick Stephen And people are going to think you're being serious you, let, Let's cut a wee deal then before we go any further Because Hugh Keevans is the worst tipster I, I've ever seen in, in my mm. life Quite quite clearly right And so if, if Celtic If he gets his prediction wrong I will remind him of it so many times I, I'll, I actually look forward to making fun of him As a result of it If Celtic aren't champions Will you phone up at the end of the season And say listen guys I don't really know what I was talking about there either of course I will Good, good that's, that's what I do But listen You have to After Gordon Gale's call the day You have to call him an expert Come on Even you Have to admit that Thank you Stephen That was I know He did he, What a call He put us all in yeah, a place He also said Rafe Rovers were going to canter at 4-1 <laughs> Ah forget that one Exactly Right so <laughs> yeah. to be fair Stephen I, Listen Anyone who listens to the show I like to think Try cause I like to hear both sides So if everyone's been so negative About Celtic Tell us where we're going wrong Give us the give us the positive Give us the glass half full version Well The, the new signing for Japan Just come in What a player he's going to be Once he's up and running See for the first Four or five weeks of the season We're going to struggle a wee bit To get some more players in Right Yes the recruitment Should have been done quicker I totally agree However We're not as bad As what everybody makes out You know And I think come about four weeks' time, you know, it's start, the, the big boy will, will start the right. He's the captain. He, you know, take it off McGregor. Give that boy the captain, the Swedish boy. That he just needs some more signings. But the, the guy's just in the door. The backroom staff, that's another issue. That's a completely different issue whatsoever. Quite a few issues that we are getting through, Stephen. Just to be clear, so we are the ones that are negative about Celtic. But you've got Callum McGregor stripped of the captaincy before the season's even started. Yeah, because I don't believe he's a captain. Well, it's very, ne- very negative of you, Stephen. Not, not at all, because I believe that the extra weight on his shoulder doing that will hamper his game. I believe that Callum McGregor could be the the man in the midfield to actually pull the strings, but I don't think he can do that and be the captain. I think he's, I think he's played better with the captaincy. I think last season. He tailed away a bit I think given the armband I think the, I think early, the games the he's played looks up yeah, for it, he? I, I think so I think he's been the actual leader In the standout In the Celtic side so far I mean Yeah but I, listen He's already got Starfelt as, uh, as the captain No one's actually clapped eyes on this guy as well So th- there's a few predictions From the expert on the, on the line here So I think there's a lot of work to be done Gordon I think there's a lot of recruitment it's, He's saying it's maybe four or five weeks Down the line It might click into gear The season starts tonight You know This, this should all have been done well in advance of this uh, time And uh, I, th- I think they're already behind 
uh, with, with all the recruitment The planning uh, and, and it has to lie on the board Because Ange Postacoglo's on the door Five minutes In four weeks time Celtic play Rangers Now if Celtic aren't up to speed by then And they go and play Rangers And are just getting up to speed And they get beat You're too far behind anyway So Alex Wright All the work had to be done before now It's almost that the Celtic board Didn't understand The season was actually Beginning just now It's hard to believe Stephen The whole point of the call Was that everybody else Was being too negative But but genuinely Given all the obvious problems At Celtic Like the goalkeeper And Odds and Edouard And getting players in To strip Callum McGregor Of the captaincy At this stage Might be one of the most Unnecessarily negative things I've heard about Celtic Well That's your opinion Gordon You know what I mean it's like If you speak to a lot of Celtic fans A lot of Celtic fans Didn't want them captain no, but that, that's so, what I'm saying though. You think right now that that's the priority for Celtic. Looking at everything that's going on, you still think Callum McGregor shouldn't be the captain? No, I, I don't think he should be the captain. No, I don't. And all the negativity around the club, it's, it's been hard. It's been a hard, hard summer. Don't get me wrong. We wasted a lot of time on Eddie Howe. But when you listen to this manager since day one, they're listening to him. I can't wait for his team to go in that park. I really can't wait. I can't wait before in the middle of November and just laughing at Hugh Evans and everybody else. Ah, that's what he's here for anyway. And for what it's worth, I think everybody would agree with Stephen. Everybody. I, I've not heard many people who don't enjoy listening to Ange Postacoglu so far. He's good value. Yeah. As soon as I played the clip earlier about not from a different planet, mate, we were all smiling. Yeah, he, is, he is good. There's no, no he's box office. That. I think he gives good frank answers and uh, you know he's not getting kind of overwhelmed with the whole thing, Gordon, because... One of the fascinating things that he said in the last couple of days was I don't think I'm getting my message across to the people upstairs I find that astonishing Because see what Mark Wilson's just said there The people upstairs should know what the problems are anyway Before he's even uh, told mm-hmm. them about the recruitment policy This is where tonight's fascinating Gordon Because y- you would understand the school of thought uh, You know if your heart's perspective say Alright oh, you know Celtic are there for the taking They've a disappointment They've got some areas of their squad that they need addressed but Celt- this Celtic team still actually looked pretty good going forward at times. Yep. They've still got good players middle to front. So is it is it too simplistic to say that, that Hearts can go and capitalise no, on this tonight? Because of that, the points that you've just made there, Gordon, that's why I've tipped Celtic to win tonight. I think um, you know they can go to Tynecastle and defend. I think middle to front with Forrest coming in. If Edward ups his game tonight as well. Uh, Turnbull uh, I know he came in for a bit of criticism the other night we dropped the runner and for the second goal but he's a great talent I'm with Mark I think that McGregor's looked more confident this season and better with the responsibility mm-hmm. it showed the other night there what a wonder strike his goal yeah. was absolutely fantastic so I do think they've got a, Celtic have still got good players but the manager will even tell you of Celtic they're not where they want to be. They've not got the squad they want, so they do need bodies in. But I think the big problem with the manager is when he, he went to change things the other night there, you look at the bench. It goes back to the, the Rangers days when Stephen Gerrard walked in. He was looking round if to say, that this ain't going to make it any better out there. So this is where I think the negativity is coming over. I'm all for this manager. I really hope they give him time. I'm like you guys have taken to him. I like the way he talks. I would like to give him time to see what he can produce for Celtic. Thank you, Gordon DL, Alex Ray and Mark Wilson. Thank you to Stephen on the line. What a day it's been. It felt so good to be back, not only to have league football back on 
Our radios on a Saturday afternoon But to have fans inside the stadium As well Rangers got the defence of their title up and running With a 2-0 win against Livingston at Ibrooks. And after that it was a fairly dramatic afternoon At Dens Park A share of the spoils Dundee 2, St Mirren 2 Share of the spoils also Ross County 0 St Johnson 0 We are not even close to done for this weekend 8 o'clock tonight Tyne Castle Hearts against Celtic Which will be blockbuster And then tomorrow two games as well Aberdeen, Dundee United and Motherwell Hibs And we're even right through Till Monday night With the Ayrshire Derby In the Championship as well So there is lots To look forward to Make sure you join us On Monday night At 6 o'clock Hugh Keevans will be back And we will look back On all the talking points From a big weekend In the meantime You can stay right there GBX is up next <laughs>